0: Not-So-Fantasy Football, a loser's guide to FBL
1: with Rob and Yanis. Hello and welcome to Not-So-Fantasy Football on Uzo Radio. I am Rob and this is... Yanis. How are you, Rob? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, how, how's life? <laughs> life is
0: being kind. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm in, a, in a great place. In front of the sea, so you're yeah. You're a
1: bit damp, man. You're looking a bit damp. I can't believe you're <laughs> yeah. coming out of the sea just to do a podcast. I
0: just did. I just did. <laughs> it's it's such an important matter for me, so I oh, had question. to come out. I'm gonna dive back again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's filthy. It's filthy. Okay, so we're gonna get straight in this week with. uh I'm gonna go with with my current team. How's that sound? I'm gonna. Yes, that's good. Hit you with a surprise. It's the so last time me and Janice spoke I think we had a couple of ideas basically right now you've got an unlimited wild card so this is just playing through drafts and seeing where you feel comfortable seeing what you like set a team leave it for a couple of days come back to it see how you feel um but yeah I've been doing a lot of reading and loads of things are are going to change in the next what is it 17 days until the deadline that's a twitter thing it should be
0: six it's a 13th isn't it 13 plus whatever yeah I mean, do the math. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It depends, so, it depends on whenever you're going to listen to this pod. So
1: exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, I've got my uh, my team up. I'm just. I'm almost there. Yeah. Sixteen days. Sixteen ago. days. Yeah. So my current team has um, naturally Sanchez from Brighton uh, in goal. Uh, it's got. Um, Ben Foster from Watford as the second goalkeeper. The reason being is that he played. Um, so lots of people are being quite excited about having a 4 million starting goalkeeper. There's also the main thing is that the rumours are that um, certain clubs might be interested in Wal- Watford's first choice goalkeeper, which is Bachmann, who played at the Euros. So teams like Ajax are apparently interested in this guy. Um which may mean they sell him and sign a new player, but it may mean they just go back to Ben Foster, who they had and they've had for quite a few seasons. You know, when they played in the Premier League like, two seasons ago, they had him. Um, so, yeah, um, he's second goalkeeper. In defence, we've got Trent Alexander-Arnold, who is a no-brainer. We spoke to that on the last podcast. We've got Luka Dina, Um, And then it's a pretty close call between the three 4.5s for me who are Ben White, who is currently at uh, Brighton, but if he moves to Arsenal, could be integrated pretty quickly, but we'll see about that. Um, Matt Lowton for Burnley, who've got a good opening fixture against Brighton, and Wesley Fofana, who is uh, playing Mm. against Wolves. So all three of those have got pretty good um, fixtures. Um, Obviously, your Brighton assets rotate quite nicely with both Burnley and... But there is a chance that Fafana won't start. So there are lots of things that could and might change in this defence. For example, Ben White isn't at Brighton anymore, so Fafana doesn't start. So that will mean that I have to make some changes um, because those nice things that I'm planning won't work.
0: So, may I ask, you said Ben White. So you're keeping him because he's a Brighton player. And if he goes to Arsenal, you're not? Because I would think the opposite.
1: Yeah, I would probably keep him as an Arsenal player. But then I might not have a Burnley and a Leicester player. Because okay, because they, it, doesn't, it doesn't rotate yeah, accordingly. Yeah, they not okay, rotate okay. well okay. together. Um, so, yeah. I think it's,
0: it's almost finalised. I think you should kind of consider that he's an Arsenal player.
1: Yeah, the, true.
0: It's extremely close to... I don't know if it's announced. This is probably mm. the only thing missing. But it's one of those transfers that we should consider it as um, done.
1: Yeah, he's having his medical, as Sky Sports have reported. Uh, and he's one of a number of transfers that you know looks to be going through in the next couple of days. So we'll wait and yeah. see what happens there. Um, I think I'd like to keep Fofana and change Lotan to another Brighton asset. But you never know with these sorts of things. It could be that Fofana okay. never doesn't start and you know they play a back four at Leicester. So... I'm really
0: concerned with Leicester. It's, it's one mm. of the teams that has so great assets, so many great assets. Yeah. But they have built a team uh, with a lot of, of great players that will be sitting on the bench. Exactly. Which makes things quite dangerous for FBL because yeah. of rotation risk. And we don't know when they'll start building for him. I mean, I'm not even sure that Ian Acho is going to be the prime player for them. We we can't even be sure about him, who was the best asset last year. Yeah. So, same thing for the defense. I mean, the the two central defenders we do know, Mm -hmm. it will be Sayonju and Evans. We assume, uh, again. But depending on if they're going to play three at the back or four, yeah. Then you know, because we have Madison um, coming in, Barnes is back, mm-hmm. so this might go into a three forwards. Yeah. We we, we don't know. Community yeah. Shield is a good thing that happens earlier, but mm-hmm. again, it's a very specific game. It's a mm-hmm. final, and it's against Man City. So I they... I am ex- I, I had Fufana and I took yeah. him out because I'm.
1: I'm not confident yet. They played one friendly so far on the 24th of July, and they've got another one tonight against Wickham. The friendly last night uh, on the 24th was against Burton. It was a nil-nil draw, but they had right-back Pereira, Forfana centre-back, Soyuncu centre-back, and Bertrand as left-back. Uh, they've also got, you know, Castagna to come in. Soyuncu, oh no, Soyuncu played, um, but Johnny Evans. Evans you'd expect to sort of get some game time as well. Yeah. Um, Madison played. Daka played as the striker, uh, and then some, yeah, a youth player, a couple of youth players in the midfield as well to just go around. It's not, a, you know, a finalized and thing. But
0: the problem is that there are still rumors about other attacking players coming in.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Which will
0: make things. I, I don't know if that happens. I assume that Madison probably is out. Is going to be sold.
1: You reckon? Madison I don't.
0: Sold. I don't think that they're going to keep him and buy extra attacking players. It's going to be, it. It doesn't make sense. It's not football manager. No. And Rogers is a very sensible manager. I think he's he but knows who what have he's doing.
1: Got, who have, who else has they got a, as an attacking playmaker? You know, Tielemans is a out and out number eight. You know, sort of box to box midfielder and Didi. Chowdhury, it depends if they Mendy. get
0: if they get like a Berardi that they were thinking of. They probably will play with Barnes and him at the sides, and we'll play, so with play a t- without a number with, ten. Without a number ten and play a four-three-three, let's say, or something like that. I don't know. We're just guessing now, and yeah, it's too hypothetical. But still, I think it's it's one of the teams that we should wait and see.
1: Mm-hmm. I like Mallison. I think he's one of their talismanic players. I think he's he's one of their players that is really good for them. And, I'm just
0: concerned because of the clash and the, the, the problem yeah. that they had last season with Rodgers. They had true. a
1: big argument. Yeah, true.
0: Of, true, you are And right. this might be, I mean, it's easier to, to sell Madison uh, with a great fee, because yeah. Arsenal was interested uh, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, rather than changing Rodgers or having him on your bench.
1: Yeah, fair. So, okay. we'll see. So, moving into the midfield, uh, I've got Salah. Naturally, Fernandez. Naturally, third midfield slot is uh, is Son at 10 million. Fourth midfield slot is Buendia at 6.5, and the fifth midfield slot goes to Oliver Skip as it stands. Um,
0: Very interesting choice.
1: What do you want me to explain there?
0: No, I mean I'm I'm I really (laughs) like it the selection, and I like Skip. I think I feel that out of the 4.5 million, Mm -hmm. he's he might be the Smith Rowe of this season. Yeah, I... I feel that he might get some minutes, especially if we see uh, Nuno is not the, the rotation type of manager. He kind yeah. of sticks with, with his first uh, selection, but he's going to have European football as well. So we might see him kind of changing a few things. Mm-hmm. And if Ndombele is not always at his best, or I mean, he, he's one of the players that, that can enter the team.
1: Yeah. On a few occasions, I think it could be a four-three-three. Three. I think that would be where he'd want to play, which could allow space for you know, Hoiberg as a defensive midfielder, even though I, I don't think of that, but skip alongside him, uh, and then an Undombele playing a bit further forwards. But we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see more. There's another pre season friendly tonight for them again. Uh, but they, they're one of those teams that's very difficult. Quite a lot of the big six are quite difficult to predict because most of their players are still coming back from international duty in yeah. holidays. So, yeah. Um, I like Wendy. I would like to have Watkins as well, but I don't think... I haven't mentioned my strikers yet, but I think having two Aston Villa players who have both have three great fixtures to start and then terrible fixtures are quite difficult to get off and I don't want to have to plan those transfers in. Yeah. Um, it does make but... sense.
0: Again, Buendia, I am um, i don't know if it's for good or for bad for him. I think mm-hmm. it might be for good if Grealish does go. Yeah. Because he's going to be the main guy if Grealish goes. I mean, we all imagine and we, we, we're looking forward to seeing both of them. Mm-hmm. But from an FPL point of view I think it's better if he's the one yeah alone and because the rumors are really showing that Grealish might even sign for City even this week uh, then that gives that's why I like this selection because he's he's one of the we were hyper about Barclay last year but I think Mm. Buendia is a much better choice this season
1: agreed I think he's a, a A technically a better player, a much better assister. Uh, he's he's far better on the stats. And saying he, he gets, gets a lot of yellow
0: cards and red cards, though. Be okay. careful of that.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> but then so Grealish, you need a good
0: bench because he's going to be out sometime. Yeah.
1: Grealish going out is, uh, you know, would also be another interesting thing because that would mean that team players like Ollie Watkins would get more points in terms of, uh, you know, attacking benefits and things like that because yeah. Grealish isn't going to be winning those free kicks. It will be other players that have to win those free kicks to get them the points. So, yeah. um do you want my strikers? Yes, please. Uh, Bamford, Tony, and Obafemi, So oh. I've got a, a 4.5. Whoa. Yes. Uh, a 6.5 in Tony, who is my sort of uh, risky start, a risky starter alongside Buendia, in fairness. And then Bamford, who is uh one of one of the top scorers from last season um in a very impressive Leeds team it's a difficult decision for me between Bamford and Rafinha VCL. and oh oh yeah mean yeah uh Watkins and Buendia. and i'm currently mm. this way around because as much as i like i, rafinha, I went the other way <laughs> i like bamford for yeah okay i like bamford <laughs> for those and it, it is also watkins and rafinha in most people's teams as it stands um yeah so, yeah, that's, that's where I am at the minute. I've got no big striker. I did have Harry Kane for a long while, but I've swapped Harry Kane for Son. And my main reasoning behind that is that Son has signed a four-year contract, point one, and has already been playing in preseason games and is going to play another preseason game tonight. Yeah. So he's going to be nailed on for minutes and also isn't going to be deterred with any of this going to City problems you know so
0: i think i heard that kane is not playing in game week 1 no matter what team he's signed for you reckon so that yeah I, I just read it on twitter yeah yesterday that um even if he's on spurs he's not playing game week 1 uh because they that he needs some rest so yeah, i am I'm, I'm really i've got him on my team mm-hmm. and i'm i'm really thinking of if i'm going to hold on to him or not yeah it, he was one of the first players i i got uh, if we use that as a, um, you know, a cue for me to to get in my team, May I can end. start with that. No, give it over. This this might change my plans completely. Of course, getting Kane out because it it kind of allows me to get three more players instead of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, at the moment, I'm going with Kane, Watkins, and Fabio Silva. Nice, which which is probably going to be on my bench as a, as a cheap attacker, mm-hmm. but I've got a feeling that he might be, um, he might be the one to uh, play next to Jimenez. Yeah. He is for now. I mean, even last uh, friendly, he played next to Kutrone. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like, um, oh, what's Lage is his name? Yeah. That he plays with a uh, nine, number nine and Fabio Silva next to him. Mm-hmm. It, for me it means a lot because he didn't start with Jimenez, he he rested him in this mm-hmm. friendly, but he had Cutrone there. He didn't change the formation. He he had a number 9 even if he's not his first choice. Yeah. So he wants Fabio Silva in the team. That's what I feel. Mm-hmm. And because we rate him high as a as a very hot prospect, you know, as a as a really Talented uh, guy.
1: Definitely, he might
0: be getting a lot from uh, working with uh, Jimenez. Yeah, and for at least for the first couple of weeks, when all the wingers are in doubt, Mm -hmm. because we have both um, Neto and um, Podense, Podense, whatever, however you pronounce it. Yeah, Yeah, he's they're they're in doubt. They're yellow flagged, I think. So. We might expect this formation to stick for, for Wolves for the first month or so.
1: Wolves have played some really interesting preseason games. I'm just looking at them now. They've okay, so they've had uh, Hoover, Kilman, Bolly, and Marsal at the back in a back four, with Ait Nori playing as a left winger. Gibbs That's White, an interesting one, yeah. One of their new signings on the right and a youngster with Jimenez and Silver up front as a two. Then they played as a back three with Saiz, Bolly Marsal. Aitnori as a wing back and Hover as a right wing back. So Hover looks almost nailed. But then... <laughs> yeah, but okay. Semedo is not back
0: yet. because And then Semedo
1: came and... back and then came yeah. straight in. Uh, Aitnori then continued on the left wing back. Neves, Mutinho played in the centre. Silva, Catrone played. But yeah, it's almost like Silva has played two of the three. Two of the three, yeah. Jimenez has played two of the three. Aitnori has played all of them. Gibbs White looks to be quite heavily included. He's played, you know, two of the. And three
0: he's as well. al- he's uh, also one of the four point five midfielders who mm-hmm. you could think about. Exactly. Uh, because I think he is he is considered as one of the rotated players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the Nuri is the on Twitter. He's he's one of the favorites <laughs> yeah. because he's playing so forward. He's he's kind of like the Dallas of the season so far. He's quite cheap. Is uh, four point five or five? I think he's. I don't. It's four point five. I'll have a look. Um, Hoover. I'm not that certain because uh, Semedo is back.
1: There.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I don't. I don't think that he's one of the four. If If you're looking for a point, four point. Yeah. He's five. Uh, yeah, I knew he's five. Yeah.
1: No, he's four point five. I did. The... Oh, okay. I tried. To do oh, you did the
0: four then. first. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. So this is my attacking three. Um mm-hmm. Watkins is my Villa player Because I think that He's going to be like Bamford He's going to mm-hmm. be at the end of every created chance Agreed So no matter who the players are Behind him, he's going to be the recipient Of, of their um, Efforts and I think He's he's a good scorer mm-hmm. So why not And things are too complicated With the midfield in Aston Villa So I don't want to and Buendia being very prone to cards okay. is not my favorite. Not your style. Uh, now, the Leeds thing, because I understand what you say about Bamford. I mean, I was reading an article that Leeds is trying to get, it, they, they need like a 40 million transfer to get uh-huh. Dam's card.
1: Uh, okay.
0: And that could be, a. I, I don't know where he would fit though, because Rafinha is there.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's, and, uh, I mean, I don't... Christian right Eriksen too.
0: Yes. Anyway, I think that Leeds have... the. the it's, it's a very similar situation to Villa. Mm-hmm. Although the Leeds midfielders are more... We know them. We, we, and they're great assets, all of them. Mm-hmm. But they're all playing from Bamford, as you said. But at the same time, I think Rafinha would be the guy who would create more chances than anyone else. So that's why I've got him Agreed. in my midfield. Let me yeah, just quickly know. go through the rest. The rest is Fernandez and Jota. Ooh. So I'm going Salah less.
1: No. No, Giannis.
0: I mean, it's a draft. It's a draft.
1: Okay, it's okay. Draft. <laughs> I did that last I, season and I regretted it. So I'm not doing Yeah, it I know. Yet. I know.
0: Maybe <laughs> I'm giving you a chance to win for once. Thank you, mate. Thank
1: you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh,
0: so I, I thought that... I think I need Bruno. I need Bruno. And Sancho moving in, I think it's even better for him yeah. because I think he's going to get too many assists for penalties for Bruno. No. Sancho
1: that's, is... That's, that's the yeah. fake rumour that we spoke about last time, right? What? The penalties. The, the rumour that Sancho won the most penalties in the Bundesliga last season. Oh, no, no, no. I think he's typed the style of the player that oh, will okay. win penalties. Oh,
0: okay. No, no, yeah. no. I didn't go with the rumour. I, I just went with the style of Do the dribbling...
1: Penalties, he actually won post that rumor being surfaced, and everyone else jumping on it and thinking a it couple, was great. none, not <laughs> none. One excellent, penalty. you didn't win a single excellent. one last season.
0: Great, uh, great stat. <laughs> stats, stats lie. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, I think Bruno is kind of a must. Um, Man United is building a really impressive team with uh, Varane. Um, I think he's and, and Sancho. I think there there are two. Very good assets for them.
1: It's just the same about the manager.
0: Uh yes, it is. It is. <laughs> and I mean, the another effort I did and I made was to get Cavani in because okay. he might be the one as same, similar to Bamford and Watkins mm-hmm. uh to receive all the and he's he's an amazing scorer. So yeah. if he if he does play, he might end up scoring more than 15 goals the season. Yeah, true, which is Great at his price. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I'm going Salah less because I thought that five million less for Jota might be okay. What I can do now in, in the case of dropping Kane is use that money to upgrade Jota that. into Salah back again. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that could be an option. Mm-hmm. My two other midfielders are... it's He's my favorite player and I can't pronounce him. Mbeumo. Mbeumo. Mm. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Brentford. instead of Tony, I got him, mm-hmm. who I think is... I've got a feeling that he's going to be the great surprise for uh, Brentford. Do
1: you want me to have a look at their pre-seasons?
0: Yes, why not? He's play... he a player who plays at the side... Oh, I i didn't know that you were that quick. Sorry, go ahead.
1: They're playing tonight against Manchester United. They played on the 17th and the 20th. So, you know, over a week ago now. Uh, first game, Tony started up front with Mbueumo starting uh, back three, front three, two holding midfielders. Yeah. And Mbueumo was a starting right winger. Yep. The second one, he didn't start and I can't see if he came on, but he didn't. he didn't play. It was just Tony up front. But I think Tony got a couple of goals in that. Yeah. Have a look. But yeah, he he could very easily start as they right forward uh, on the front three. He could also start up as a front two if they want to play three. Yeah, and that's midfield.
0: what makes, for me, this is the key. Because what, when they play with, with two up front, mm-hmm. he plays next to Tony. Exactly. And, um, and this is an amazing prize for a 5.5 midfielder exactly. to play as a second striker. Uh, I can't find... Many better. I mean, I can't find any better five point five. No, nope. maybe Smith Rowe. Maybe
1: got a guarantee that he starts something, which is difficult.
0: Exactly. So I prefer him rather than going with a second. um What's it called? Uh, well, yeah, he, brown hill Yeah, because I've got him as my fifth naturally. So yeah, <laughs> he this this probably will change, but he's, he's well my... he, I think he's going to play.
1: I like him a lot more than I thought. I would, I think you've got, um, who's the Brighton guy? Um, oh. Bissouma. You've got Euse Besuma, who is nailed on for all the minutes. He's the guy that's going to play all the minutes. But Brownhill is more likely to get the majority of the minutes and a good portion of, uh, you know, taking some free kicks, making some shot. you know, he had 34 shots on goal last season. He's, yeah. he's had some good chances. And the way Burnley play... The goals can come from anywhere in that team, So There is a small chance that that guy ends up scoring one of the goals or two of the goals in the season. Yeah, and he's cheap. And he's very cheap. <laughs> Hit me with so test. as you
0: can see, there are there are two very cheap midfielders, a very cheap attacker.
1: Yep, Fabio Silva,
0: which means that the money is spent in the defense. OK, I, I will take I will take defense as all uh, seven players two, uh goalkeepers and the defenders. I mean, my yeah. great dilemma has been with the goalkeepers. and I just spent, realized where you're going with it. <laughs> I've spent 10 million in the goalkeepers. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just changed it. my my second goalkeeper uh, from Ward uh, because I, I can't see him going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I had him because there were rumors of him going on loan. Mm hmm so i got foster too mm-hmm. because he's a potential playing four million goalkeeper yeah but i've got edison as my first this is foster I not will...
1: foster just to be clear right sorry oh i'm sorry you're absolutely yeah. right it's foster
0: <laughs> yes Sorry. Uh, so edison is my number one and i will explain uh yeah. it's first of all it's very probable that on the last day, I might drop him easily to a Meslier or something because yeah. he's my he's my second thought. Yeah. Um, I want a, a City dif- um, defensive asset mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. I don't want Diaz, which is, I, I'm sorry to say, he was my, my favorite player last year, but I don't want him this year. Player so season, I'm you know? really,
1: I'm sorry player of the season don't you know he was yeah
0: so he did good for me and he's fine he can just rest now and i'll pick him up next season No, it's fine yeah yeah Yeah. uh so i think that edison is the the definite starting keeper Mm -hmm. for the whole season i can have him in there forget about him no Mm -hmm. transfers no sub him out or something which i hate it yeah. it hurt me so much last year with ariola and um, martinez
1: yeah
0: getting the wrong points the wrong side of the fence uh, so i thought why not just risk it pay a bit more not a bit more a lot more just have him there secure yeah. all his points because that's also a thing when we rotate we're thinking that we have great fixtures but if you get it wrong, there are goalkeepers points. like Martinez that you might get 190 points a season. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you got all of them. No. You might get 150 because you did made some, some few bad choices, yeah. which is not much. But 150 is guaranteed for Edison. So,
1: 150, 160 is where he will be at the end of the season, if he so, have a good season.
0: I was thinking if you have him all season, then whatever he gets, you get and you're done.
1: I think that was fair. my...
0: My only, my my thought. And the defenders, I really like Zidchenko as a choice. Mm -hmm. I find him a very nice option. But there are two big question marks. The first is that it's Pep. We never know what's happening in his head. And second, although he's so attacking, he doesn't get attacking returns. No. I mean, he looks like an amazing option, but his numbers are very, very low. Did he get a goal in the... You, uh, I think he did Euros. but he plays he in a different way for he was City it's so
1: a central material, Yeah, more. it's
0: not exactly like ideal mm-hmm. Stones is a great price mm-hmm. because he's cheaper than Diaz but again you have this so that's why I went for the most secure I mean Diaz and Edison are definitely starting
1: yeah you would think
0: and they're the same price mm-hmm. so I prefer getting Edison and using a 5.5 defender yeah uh like luke shaw or i might do the opposite because henderson now is becoming a very good option for Man united yeah just saying definitely so uh, these are my two goalkeepers and in the defense i'm going pretty big as well because i've got dina taa ben chilwell Mm -hmm. which um, might be a bad option for the beginning uh, like after second and third game week, think the uh, fixtures are not great for Chelsea. They but have
1: really, still, yeah, they have a really good set of fixtures. After Everton have a really bad set of fixtures, so that is a transfer people are penciling in already. The Digne to tilwell yeah, exactly.
0: My fourth one is Region mm-hmm. because I think that uh, if Doherty was a great asset for Nuno in. Um, in wolves greggy could be a fantastic for him in spurs true and uh, we might even get some clean sheets from him because the rumors about the defenders that are transferred in are positive i mean the the defensive and, and Nunez knows how to play defense to be honest true he knows he knows how to set up a team and get a clean sheet it might that. be boring but, we did
1: say that about Mourinho as well. Just reminding everyone. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true, <laughs> that's true.
0: But Mourinho is is a different Mourinho than the one that we knew.
1: True. We, yeah, he's very. He's just trying to
0: make a, a big impact. He's just trying to be impressive as a person instead of as a manager.
1: The main worry for me is, we just sold our best defender to Dubai, <laughs> um, and yeah, okay, he might not be yes. our best official defender, but he. Uh, he's the best right-sided centre-back we've had at Tottenham for yeah many years. You know, many years. Yeah, that's true. Um, I
0: mean, uh, Regi is, is easily done uh, moving to Luke Shaw or um, true. Juan Pisaka because Luke Shaw is in doubt because of his broken ribs. Mm-hmm. So that's another uh, easy transfer that I'm I might make. And my fifth one is Williams. Uh, it's just a four million uh, defender. Yeah who might go on loan and have some minutes, which Fingers would crossed. be useful. Yeah. If not, he's just sitting on my bench. Yeah. So that, I... that's what is it, the situation, but it's prone to changes.
1: I think if you're looking at the two London clubs, there is some fantastic value there in the midfield and in the defence for both Arsenal and Spurs. They're both a lot lower price than they have been. Um the Spurs assets are all 6.5 million or under, I think, uh, apart from Son and Kane in the midfield. Yeah. And then 5 million. Is Reguil on 5 million or is he 5.5? I think he's 5, right? I think
0: he's 5.5. Uh, let me let me just say, sorry. He's okay. 5. You're right. You're right.
1: Uh, so they're 5 million or under, pretty much. You know, you, Lloris is 5.5 and all the rest are 5 million or under. So... Uh, quite similar re- respect with the Arsenal players. So if they turn their seasons, you know, if they turn around from last season and have a better season, um, and if you can predict that, then you get some very good value. For example, Deli Ali turns his season round, uh, turns his his whole life around, and turns Career. back to the player that we he had. Uh, he was at Spurs and that's a 6.5 million midfielder that is might than, go eight easily yeah better than Buendia better than you know he could easily be better than any of these players I and mean, he, ha- he was um for a few seasons in FPL so yeah. there there are, is value there to be had as opposed to you know the city and the Liverpool where there's lots of high-priced players but we were expecting them to do much better. So yeah, yeah. I think you got you got your eyes on the right thing. I just think we need to see a bit more from Spurs. I need to see some defensive signings because, as sure. it stands, we signed a right winger who looks to be an ideal Eric Lamella replacement, who's not as injury prone, but young, a bit lightweight, and not necessarily going to be a starter every game so far. Not ready to start. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see.
0: Um, but I've had some crazy thoughts. Go for it. And uh, this is something I've been. I think I'm going to use as an experiment this year. It's go not going it. to be in my team, but I'm going to use it to see how this goes. Uh-huh. Uh, I hear a lot of arguments uh, regarding the primes and the, you know, the, the prime assets.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, about Salah, Bruno, KDB, Kane. Uh, yep. I would add TAA to the list. Definitely. So everyone is arguing which three out of those five, six players to get. Yep. And I was thinking, what if you get all of their second options? Yep. So no Bruno, but Sancho, no <laughs> Sala, but Jota, no mm-hmm. KDB, but Mares. And suddenly you get a team of 12, I would say, so that you have kind of like a bench yep. of amazing assets.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But no primes. I'll set an example. You can have you can have a, a team. Let me just find the latest of, because there are so many options you can use with this in this form. You can have a team with Edison and Goal mm-hmm. Dina Robertson, Shaw Chilwell at the yeah. back. I mean, all four left wingers. <laughs> Amazing. It's a good team. and then li- listen at the mid- the, at the midfielder. It's Havertz who yep. I think is a fantastic asset. Great choice. uh, Mares, uh Jota, Son, and then I mean, Watkins I mean, and Ton, DCL. Yeah, mate. You don't have Sancho here, so you can have Sancho instead of Mares, or you can start playing, fiddling around. Like maybe instead of Robertson, you can have uh, Virgil van Dijk yeah. coming back, and then um, upgrade. I mean, there are
1: unlimited... Uh, Ways of
0: looking at that. I
1: think I'd still say that Robertson is a premium. So if you're going with premium, what's the deal? Is just not the most top-priced player.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: I think premium for me in defenders is six and above personally. True. Chilwell is premium. You're right. Um, It's not.
0: But it's not the mentality of going no premium. It's it's just avoiding the expensive ones so that you can get the less expensive but good assets.
1: Yeah. So it's not like
0: true. I'm not play. I'm not uh, making a bet with myself not to get the expensive ones, but I I won't get them because it means that I will have very cheap ones which I don't want. Yeah. So if I can afford to get TAA at some point, I will get him. It's not like I'm I'm breaking any rules. Yeah. It's just that if I get, I, I want to see who's going to play next to um, DVD because if it's Konate, yeah,
1: then he's an amazing price. Agreed, and completely. I would really like him. Yeah, he's a so it, like he's huge. Have you seen the picture of him next to yeah, him? <laughs> and
0: he might get he might get uh, attacking returns, and True. he will get the clean sheets that the other players will get. So he's five point five, I think. So it's yeah. it's two million less, which allows you to upgrade Wendia into um, Havertz or more.
1: Exactly, and think... and this this was my thinking. This
0: was my the original thinking.
1: I think you're onto an interesting thing because a lot of people have been saying the way people want to play in this game is they they want everyone to pick the template team week in, week out. And they want to pick something different to show how great they are. And that's kind of the, the good thing about FPL is you're literally picking none of these template players. You're going with all the different players that you can possibly go with, which I think is interesting but for me the idea of template is there for a reason and yeah it's the reason why their template is because they're the highest they're the most likely to score the highest points that's why they're there you know um you've got this group mentality where everyone uh all picks you know 15 players and seven of those players will be found in 95 percent of the teams because yeah. that's just the, the people picking the best players. and I, I think to avoid picking the best players for specifically for some of our listeners who haven't played very often and you know this might be their first or second or you know not one of their um, you know very experienced seasons, I think to for other people, template isn't bad and you will so a much better chance of winning this game if you have seven template players, and uh eight non-template players than if you have no template players whatsoever. Yeah. Just just as a, a, a word of warning that this is just your experiment, right?
0: It is an experiment, and at the same time, it's not completely against it's it's not template because I'm not picking the f- one of the five, two, three of the five uh prime ones. But yeah. at the same time, there you will be a lot of teams that have Son. There will be a yeah. lot of teams that have um, The Havertz. There will be a lot of teams that have um, uh, Chilwell and Dina and uh, Watkins and DCL and Antonio. It's Mm -hmm. just that I don't have the other ones. So my team might have seven and eight players of the template, but the wrong ones, let's say. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's the difference because I'm spreading my options into a Sancho, into a Greenwood, or into a Haver, into a. Uh, Mares. Yeah. Rather than, than having the other ones. That rather than having a five point and Be- um, Beumo yeah. and um uh,
1: something like that. The one the one I really like on there is Mares. I really like Mares. I do have a strong feeling that Mares will get a lot of minutes this season. Um and you know, last season we saw from Pep that Foden and Mares were the preferred Choices over yeah. Sterling and and Torres and all, all those other players. There are so many players that he has to pick in those positions. It seemed like Mares was getting more of the minutes. And if you have Mares for all of the points, Mares gets. You're still f- going to get 150 points. You know, yeah, 200. And and players. if I
0: have if I have Greenwood on the bench and Mares doesn't play, still, yeah. it's a player who, who might return nicely if as he comes you, in. Yeah, as long as Greenwood starting yeah. as well. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, It's. I, I repeat, I will say it many times, it is an experiment. I'm not mm-hmm. suggesting anyone do it, uh, but I think it might be very interesting. The difficulty for me will be, of course, the, the, the gain that everyone will get from the expensive ones, from yeah. the prime, uh, and I will miss that. Yeah, And the captaining will be tough. Yeah, Although, true. having a great player from each team, maybe not the best, player but a great player for from six different teams gives you options every week Definitely. rather than if you have bruno sala mm-hmm. and they play between themselves then you naturally have a weaker team to back Agreed. up for your captain Agreed, so now yeah. i've got a chelsea a, a um I don't have a lesser one. I just noticed, but anyway, it, I, as I said, it's Do one I of the teams. Bow? I'm
1: no, no, no. Oh, okay, that's your actual. No, that's not even your actual. So team, you have a
0: Chelsea, it? a City, a Liverpool, a United, a Spurs. You have you have like different teams that you can captain. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I, I'll g- be um, keeping you posted about this experiment. Sounds it might be fun. Yeah.
1: I'm so I'm going to come at you with the exact you know opposite side of the spectrum and that's uh, <laughs> yeah. some reading that we've spoken of, we've spoken about a couple of things uh, in this podcast and we've spoken about things uh, this specific area quite a lot in the past season and it's called talisman theory and there was a brilliant report done by who got the assist tom who one of our you know favorite podcasts that we listen to Um, And he's done a basically an in-depth report on his idea of of talisman theory. Um, And you've got you can quite easily get the lesser talisman is what he calls them. You know, you can go into the stats and you can see who scored the most points per team. So overall points scored in terms of the entirety of FPL, who scored the most points in each team and uh, the percentage. That was the best. So Kane, for example, gets like 20 percent of Spurs' points. Um, so he's the, the lesser talisman. Uh, Bruno got. Um, OK, that's a lie. Twain, Kane got 13 percent of uh, Tottenham's points. Uh, Bruno gets thirteen point uh, percent of Man United points. Salah gets thirteen percent of Liverpool's points. Uh, Matheus Pereira gets twelve and a half percent of West Brom's points. And Ramsdale, oh, by the way,
0: sorry, is is rumored to be signing from West Ham, which really? is that's cool. a very interesting
1: good pick. player, good player, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Ramsdale gets eleven point six percent of Sheffield United points. Hilariously. Um, (laughs) But then what he did was he then took away all of the clean sheet points and all of the general appearance points. So every point that you get, like, uh, just for turning up, He's taken those away and he's taken away all of the clean sheet points because these are points that are attributed by a team. So it's not just one player that focuses on getting a clean sheet. You've got to have a good defense and all of those players get those points. So it's a a set of group points in fairness uh, to work out who were the highest points scorers for their teams that were doing it by themselves, which is what the talisman is. Uh, And he created this thing called the greater talisman. Um, And what you see there is very, to some extent, similar. You've got Kane at the top who gets 28.9% of the talisman points. So he's getting over a quarter of the team's points by himself, closely followed by Son, to be noted as well. Uh, and behind him, you've got Mateus Pereira in second place. Bruno, who gets, he got 160 talisman points, which is double what Mateus Pereira got. But because Man United got so many points in total, yeah. he's only got 24% of his team's point, 24.7. Yeah, so um, he's not as much of a talisman as Pereira. Uh, and then you've got Chris Wood, Salah, Calvert-Lewin, Callum Wilson, Bamford, Vardy. So what you're noticing is quite a lot of these players are strikers. Strikers get more goals. They're more individual-based things. Um, no defenders, naturally, because of that. But yeah, it's a it's a really interesting report. So I would definitely recommend going and looking into that if you've got time.
0: Yeah, it, it is good. And it's, it's good sometimes to add this to the captaincy pick. Yeah. Because it kind of shows that your player is, I mean, you're you're relying on your play alone. And that's yeah. important because sometimes you might get a, a defender. That's why we say never captain a defender. Yeah. Because he might have an amazing game and a mistake by his teammate might mm-hmm. drop his points completely, from a clean sheet.
1: Completely. So you could lose. And we've seen that. It happens. Points. A mistake from a teammate could cause him to have to make a yellow card tackle. You know, so he loses one point points there. What was it? Was
0: it uh, Villa? Was it Target uh, last year at some point? Um, Oh, I can't remember what fixture was. In injury time, he had an assist in the game Hmm. and they were keeping a comfortable clean sheet. And there was a horrible mistake at the back. Yeah. I don't remember who made it. And they conceded in injury time. Was it West Brom or something? Something like like that. Yeah. and, And then he lost a clean sheet. And from 12 points, he went into five or four. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. in these cases, pick your captains uh, based on their individual mm-hmm. uh, point making. Uh, the bonus points is part of it, of course. That's why the, those players' the bonus points are um, accumulated into yeah. this total thing.
1: Definitely. Uh,
0: so, yeah, it's, it's very useful. I think mostly for captaincies because mm-hmm. you can't use it for the general team because you're taking the defenders out of the picture, so you can't you yeah. can't play without defenders so exactly it, 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 i think it's better for individual awards the individual progress for
1: individual awards exactly um just looking at the stats you've got harry kane who is in top position behind him to- this is totals this isn't including teams now um you've got then uh fernandez salah son who's in fourth place and this is the reason why uh, I've chosen Patrick Bamford, is because he's in fifth place. So yeah. what this report says is it's it's quite surprising to see him there because he's not in anyone's teams. Um, but what you're seeing is someone that got 28 goal involvements, which is 45% of the team's total goals, which got yeah. him 194 points. So if you have someone that's got... Almost a two hundred point season in the bag, at eight million, you have a player that is, you know, nailed on in your team. Almost, you know, this is calvert Lewin, who's nailed on most people's teams. Watkins, yeah. this this sort of player, and most people aren't doing that. And we, we'll, it's quite interesting to look at why, and what the guy says, what Tom says, is that actually he thinks it's down to sort of a uh, a bias called um blocking bias i think it's called where you saw bamford last season at 5.5 and you thought this is good value for a player he's got 91 191 points that's fantastic value that's great he then jumps up 2.5 to a mid-priced asset and all of a sudden you're thinking that you're being ripped off for your money but actually if you completely take away the prices You'd want Bamford in your team over some other players because he's the yeah. you know this fifth best talisman on in the entirety of the game um, at a fairly reasonable price, like eight million. You're paying 0.5 more than Trent and you know these sorts of players, and he's a he's a pretty essential asset. So I think most people aren't looking at him because of this this yeah. block in their minds that they they don't like the fact that he's gone up in price, uh, and that's what I'm trying to benefit from uh,
0: what we could also do is especially if you want to send us some suggestions about players mm-hmm. we could kind of um get some percentage based on their price and points points per per million yeah uh, because this is sometimes important we we tend it, it's one of the reasons that i went with my that experiment mm-hmm. going without the expensive ones because i was scared with about their prices but yeah on the other hand, of course, the, that's why they're so expensive because they get more points. Yeah. So if you take that away, it might not be useful for for your overall uh, team and for the, yeah. for your points. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I agree. Bamford is is seven point six, I think, owned at the moment. So he's yeah, he's way less than we could expect, mm-hmm. but still, I think for the price rise. And for this kind of bias, the, the bias, mm-hmm. I think he's, um, he's fine for 17.6. I was I was expecting lower, to yeah. be honest. I was expecting closer to 10.
1: Yeah, and quite a lot of these, these what you get, uh, this uh, stat, uh, total percentage owned, it comes from yeah. players that are a bit more casual and they look at the yeah. point scored last season and they put it in their team. And actually it works, you know, <laughs> this yeah. it also does work for quite a lot of people. It's not, it's not the way we recommend playing the game, but that's why you're finding him owned by so many uh casual players. Whereas on Twitter, I've not seen him in a single draft yet. No, any, in any team. He's not been in yeah, any I agree. team yet because they all want, you know, they're all looking at different stats and, and other ways around. And I'm not saying that I'm better than them. Team but players saying, who will, who will yeah. only go up. Yeah. yeah I agree. Uh, I like Callum Wilson. I like Dominic Calvert-Lewin, you know, for very similar reasons. They're both very likely to get uh, the majority of their team's points. Um, funnily enough, you've got good what about
0: What about when Richarlison comes back, though? Because he's on fire this summer.
1: He is on fire, yeah. He's he, smashed in a couple of goals He scored five
0: goals already in the Olympics. Mental. Mental. Three against Germany and two yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he might be late. So I, I'm not suggesting him for now. Yeah, this is this is one thing that we need to take into account. And mm-hmm. uh, we're building all those teams. We have to see who's going to be available for the first month. Exactly. I would say after game week three, when we have the international break, maybe, as we said earlier, that's a good place to to play your wild card, Your first mm-hmm. good timing Agreed. because we will know all the transfers by then. Yeah, there will be it's the final day of transfers. Mm-hmm. and uh, we will have all players getting back. I mean, Agreed. Kane is going to be playing after game week four. We know that. Agreed. Same thing for um, Semedo. I'm just using an example. All the players from the Copa America, all the players from the, um, from the Euros or, or the Olympics, they'll be back. Yeah. So just bear in mind, even if for me, I'm as I said, I'm probably dropping Kane. Yeah, but I might have to think of a way to bring him back if I want him back in game week four.
1: Agreed, and that might be a wild card. You know, we might have done all of this work exactly, might wild card, and that'll be okay. Game week four is a nice place to wild card for people who are beginning because fixture turns, uh, not necessarily fixture turn, but what you have got is the best fixture turn is game week seven, game week eight, where you've also Mm. got an international break so yeah. in between game week three and four and game week seven and eight you've got two international breaks um it's august the 28th to september the 11th which is the two game weeks um so you'll know the transfers then that would be a good place but then the fixture turning seven and eight looks to be a little bit better from my personal view for wild card yeah but i'm definitely not ruling out an earlier wild card in game week three or four three and four
0: And uh, what is good with those um, transfer uh, with with those two weeks of rest is that you might be. uh, I mean, it's a dangerous path. Mm -hmm. You might get some uh, money again from uh, price changes. Exactly, and we need to know that the price changes mostly happen until Christmas. Yeah, the big, the big changes happen then. Yeah, so if you are aiming to get a player like Bamford last year. So mm. a Tony that you're expecting He might go up half a million Let's say mm. within Christmas Then yeah, get him now And maybe in game week 7 You might have got point 0.2, point 0.1, point 0.2 yeah. Out of him yeah. So this might be a way for you to go But this is not for the casuals Definitely not I mean, I'm... I haven't I've been playing for two years And quite like uh, <laughs> Not even part-time This is full-time Yeah, And I still have not gathered have not found a way to gain from prices so i'm not the the guy to i'm just wishful thinking now that this could be a nice chance to gain money from from those transfers
1: price rises are tough to jump on and i would not base your team around price rises if you want a wild card early you probably should look at the players that will be rising in price because they will continue to rise in price and you can make some big profits out of them but You don't need to play for price price rises. Um, Finishing up on the talisman theory, uh, there are people that haven't uh, featured as much, um, and they are uh, people from teams like Man City, Chelsea. uh, Not Sheffield. They're not in the league anymore. Uh, What are they called? City, Chelsea, Brighton, Arsenal, and West Ham all tend to spread more of their points around the team a little bit more. So these teams aren't talismanic teams that, you know, you can yeah. really get from. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. And then the other thing that this report doesn't include is newly promoted teams, because we don't have the data of on course. those. We don't have that data. Timo Pukki was a good talisman two seasons ago. Uh Ivan Tony could come in and be a talisman. Looks so, like being one, yes. Exactly. There are these sorts of players as well. So it's a, they made
0: a great transfer at the back. Uh, Brent. Yeah, they, so they did. They, got, they signed uh, the Celtic. Celtic. Yeah, the player Ayer, Ayer. is it? Yeah, I want to say Ayer. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that was a quite impressive one, and yeah. um, I I think that they're one of the three that will do better this year.
1: Yeah. I think we all want to see that from them. So we want to. I think, I don't know if I
0: I think about it or I wish for it. So exactly.
1: We'll see. We'll see. I'd like to see some consistency from Norwich, but, you know, uh, definitely going to get some interest from Brentford.
0: Yeah. We still got uh, two full weeks, right? Yeah. Uh, So we still have two more episodes. Mm -hmm. What we will try to do is gather more information from the friendly games. Yeah. And we will highlight the most important things that we've noticed. Yeah. Uh, for instance, players who are not considered as a pl- playing eleven and they still are playing, yeah. uh, like the Omaba Debele, whatever, the, yeah. the Norwich defender who has been playing all friendly games and he's yeah. a 4 million defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will gather all that information and use it as a, in our, in our um, next pod. Yep, I'm happy with that. We'll also know more about the transfers and probably even sum up what we've got. We can do that on the last pod just yep. to to have a clear idea of how the squads have changed. Yeah. And we can also talk about the psychology on picking your assets. You're quite an expert now.
1: No, yeah. That bias is is what I, <laughs> I want to talk about. I think. I think, yeah, there's a there's a couple of really good things going on right now, mostly uh, put out by FPL Raptor, who's actually written a book on it, if you're interested. Yeah. Uh, and he's written a book on how we choose players. And uh, he's a registered psychologist. So I'm quite interested to to look into that and to see why we make the decisions that we make and how we can make better decisions in our lives, uh, not just with FPL, but in general, as always. In general. It's always, always. general not that my life's so chaotic that i need to be taught how to make (laughs) decisions yeah (laughs) our drafts are more chaotic than our lives (laughs) exactly we'll go with that um but yeah i'm really interested in that so we'd like to we'll probably look at that one next week uh we'll mention some of our our favorite podcasters our favorite content producers and we'll we'll go from there uh next week and then the last week we'll do our final drafts and our build up to the the big game week one day yeah Wow. Getting excited. Planning on air. It's always good. (laughs) But until then, guys, there's only really one thing left to say, and that is, well, two things. Stay safe. And
0: stay tuned.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much, guys. Goodbye, guys. Ciao. Bye-bye.